Dick Vitale, Billy Packer, Al McGuire, and Jay Billis. You are now listening to another episode of, oh, don't forget my man Bill Rathry, Onions, Steps and Eddie's but somebody's got to do it. Yes. Feel the madness, Arg. We ain't got no madness on this whole red down Arg. schedule. Nope. I'm mad. I'm upset. Okay. It's March. Tell them why you mad, son. <laughs> yo, 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 I'm mad. I'm mad, yo. There ain't no uh, tournament this year. I don't know if y'all are aware. Villanova's not in it, really, so it don't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so off year. UNC is not in it either, but Reggie don't care either. Hey, UNC has a chance. I'll find somebody to pick. If UNC can beat Virginia, they might have a chance to get in. Uh, okay. They already lost. Oh, That's over. Damn. Didn't check. But Reggie Reggie can actually root for his alma mater now. Oh, uh, yeah. K-State is in. They about to win it all. <laughs> See, that's where you take it too far. There's <laughs> no, no realistic shot. It's either, oh, we're going to win it all or F it. I don't care. They got a... Uh... Eight teams, they say, that can possibly win it. From F it, I don't care. I say we go win it all. <laughs> well, speaking of F it, let's introduce ourselves. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Play. Chris, a.k.a. Playmaker. Uh, a.k.a. Playmar Jackson. And this Rich. A.k.a. Rich, exclamation point. A.k.a. Rich Watson. And it's your boy Thomas, aka Stimpy, aka Stimp Lando Brown. Because <laughs> we're talking about free agents. Also, by the way, I'd like to point out my dog is trying to get so on this pod right now. What up, Tom? She hears the name. Super needy. She, she heard she heard my voice and got crunk. Woof woof. It's like he's the only guy who wants to play with me. As they say in the why she talk like that's Mike the Tyson. Con. That's the con, just to be clear. <laughs> Toph tricks everybody. Hey, yo, Chris, don't be the ball. Gangster in on all of y'all. Like, I don't get no love. I don't get to play every single day. So when y'all come over, y'all got to play with me. <laughs> Praise be Allah. Oh. <laughs> I hate his kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a thing to say after you say you're going to eat some kids. Praise be Allah. I'm going to eat his children. Praise do to Allah. <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> that was a lot. Hey, if Larry Merchant was there, we'd have told him, man, I wish I was young enough so I'd kick your ass. And then we told uh, him, Larry Merchant oh, deserved to get his ass whooped right there in that moment for saying that. <laughs> he should have got his old ass beat. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. On though. the spot. <laughs> he said what probably a lot of people wanted to say. If I avoid one of those people, but I damn sure laughed when he said it. I was like, okay, Larry, Larry had enough of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you and know, would you allow really if Floyd laid him out? <laughs> well, you know good and damn well old people give no fucks. <laughs> and we all know damn well Floyd wouldn't knock him out because he doesn't knock out anybody. Anyway. Hey, Ricky Hatton, Ricky Hatton and his career would beg to differ since last time I checked, he still hasn't woken up. Yeah, Man. he got some knockouts. 
Ricky hadn't seen him fought him in the first place, if you ask me. He better off fighting pretty Ricky off a of creed before he fought Ricky Hatton. Anyways, let's get to the sermon. Rest in peace, hey, Victorious B.I.G. We did a topic for him last year. I couldn't think of one out top, but I want to honor him today with the opening sermon. So let's read from the book of Christopher Wallace. And I quote, and I quote, and I quote, and I who shot you? Separate the weak from the obsolete. Hard to creep the Brooklyn streets. It's all nigga. Fuck all the bickering beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heart beats satellites past squash feet. Thundering, shaking the concrete. Finishes stop when I forward the plot. Neighbors called the cops cause they heard mad shots. Saw me in the drop. Three in the quarter. Slaughter. Electrical tape around your daughter. Old school, new school, need to learn though. I burn, baby, burn like disco inferno. Burn slow like bunts with yeah, yo. Peel more skins of Idaho potato. Niggas know the lyrics molesting is taking place. Fucking with B.I.G. it ain't safe. Ain't no mashed potatoes. Yeah. Okay. Some of the things he said was just out of line, but I, I appreciate him. He's definitely the second best rapper. He definitely had a thing about getting somebody's daughter, huh? Yeah, he was he was always with that. Kids, man. <laughs> He's from the old school thinking, man. Hey, him before, and Ghostface. Before Tony Montana, man, he was all about the wife and kids. <laughs> okay. That was definitely after Tony. Hey, but speaking of them kids, we talking cereals, because apparently... Okay. It was cereal, uh, National Cereal Day or so. I don't remember what Savannah said. Either way, we're celebrating cereals. There's quite a few good ones. It's going to be real tough, difficult topic. But Chris made us have to choose our favorites. So I guess we're going to... How difficult is it? Them. What do you mean? What do you it's mean difficult. how difficult is it? There's a it's lot of great cereals out here. What are you talking about? I grew up in Plano, Texas, where there was a lot of cereals in the house. Wow. Well, I grew up in... Plano, Oklahoma City, or Wichita. There wasn't a lot of cereals. If I had a lot of cereals, there's a variety box in the small two ounce boxes they used to get that you used to get at school. Yeah, that's, that's we why had, we, we used variety. to have exactly. <laughs> you know, you know what made me make me mad though? They don't make those no more. I'd be looking for them still because you know it's always nice when you're like, man, I don't want to buy a full ass box, but I'd like to have like six or eight different options to choose from. I can still find them. I'm about to say, I bet they still out there. You're going to have to pay a pretty penny now. It used to probably be like $5. I bet it's like $9.99. But all right, let's get jumping, Chris. Number five. Number five. What they like to say, an oldie but a goodie? These are are all oldies but goodies. some, Some people like it with bananas and fruit. Some people like it in a treat. Oh, well, then you know it's to be announced. How dare you? They like it in a treat. You know the fuck I am. Although, I guess if you want the OG one, you can take it because I got a different version. Uh, you talk about one. the plane? Like, if you talk yes. about the plane, it, I, had, I only picked one, so I put that one. As I'm on talking about the plane, Jane, baby. Oh. But yeah, it's honorable mention if it's the plane one. I don't know if Reggie still got it though. Nah, I got a different one than the plane. Yeah. So speak on it, Chris. And like, unless we want to still save it, give me your props for the for the uh, plane. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and give my props to the plane. Then one time for K 
Kellogg's Rice Krispies coming in at number five. I mean, I didn't think that we'd have to specify, but obviously we mean the real ones. I don't want nobody's off here talking about the off-brand hey, like that. You know, oh, that Walmart. You know, frosted O's. Get the fuck out of here. I don't even know if that's there. <laughs> somebody, somebody might want the model meal Krispies, man. Okay. Yeah, or the Kellogg's joint. If somebody was on here talking about like, hey, let's do our top five cheeses, and this nigga said government cheese, I'd be like, you don't sit the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> like, Some people so. like them rice crunchies. <laughs> rice crisp. Yeah. Uh them rice krispies are so great. I just, I had to separate, so there's a. it's my number one honorable mention. I didn't want to put two. You said some people like it in a tree. Everybody likes it in a damn tree. <laughs> <laughs> some people might not though some people might not that's real though all right well all right my number five uh, again this is an oldie but a goodie it's a staple it needs to be in every home uh if you're a black home you definitely got it in your house somewhere and let me get my little hint if my brothers can remember it's definitely omar's favorite cereal he'd be in the store he always be at it's actually what got him killed by a uh, little canard or whatever Y'all oh, remember? Man. Oh man, I don't remember Always the cereal he was his on. number one cereal. He, he there were like five or six episodes. I on definitely Mars don't know that nigga's favorite cereal. Talking about, hey yo, y'all ain't got no honey nut. Ah, that's honorable mention. Honorable My mention five is Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay, it's like it. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I don't be liking regular Cheerios because they're bland as fuck. But Two, they throw that honey three, on them. Now, so the flavor I like. And you throw some uh, honey on he, them. He wants the rice krispies the, the just Cheerios. I'm telling you right now that that honey nut Cheerios is flawless. It's perfect. You know how like most cereal gets soggy as fuck, hella quick. I don't know what it is about these honey nut Cheerios. I don't know if the honey like helps it, but it, it takes a while for them to break down. They usually stay solid all the way through the bowl. Oh yeah, all that. You know, uh, but Reg, let's get into your number five. I'm curious. My number five. Loved it when I was a kid. Had another phase during college. Very weird cereal, though. So that's why it's number five. Because they was trying to make little cookies. Shout out to Cookie Chris. Cookie Chris. Okay. You know it's a good cereal if I had a stuffed animal you, the raccoon ruins in my closet in the 90s. Uh, it was definitely a guarantee. because I no, Cookie Chris is General Mills, right? Is that right? I believe. I believe I had all the General Mills uh, mascots. There was no Snap, Crackle, and Pop, but I definitely had, you know, a lot of them that might still be to be mentioned. You know, but at the end, I'll shout them all out because I miss them. Those fucking baby raccoons sure did ruin a good thing. That was a complete set. I'm glad Anyways. I missed out on the raccoons because y'all acted way better than me. Dad would have <laughs> been talking bad about me. <laughs> This grown ass man up here crying. I'm hey, I think something in this cold. room. What? Hey, I think something in this room back here. Huh? Hey, yo, niggas, a raccoon back here. <laughs> Wild Danny Miles. That's right. And Chris has been sleeping. I, even though I slept downstairs anyway in the living room, I would have slept down there the rest of the time. There would be no going back up in that bug. Scarred for life. <laughs> Number right, four. Well, four. Four. Number four. Thomas likes Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay, what you like? I like the delicious taste of real cocoa and nutritious whole grain oats. 
Give it up for Chocolate Cheerios coming in at number four. Oh, okay. I've never had them, I don't think. I don't think I could say I had them because that just defeats the purpose of a Cheerio. I like regular Cheerios. It's true. I used to like Honey Nut Cheerios. Chocolate Cheerios could be bomb. Once I got introduced to the Chocolate Cheerios, oh, it was a wrap. I'm just like, because cheer, it's still whole grain, but it's chocolate. I don't, that seems like it's defeating the purpose of helping your heart by putting chocolate in it. You know, that's just my opinion. Heart health. Dark chocolate helps. <laughs> so it's dark chocolate Cheerios. My mistake. And my it's gluten free. So take that with you. Pretty sure every Cheerio is gluten free, but you know, that's <laughs> okay. Hey, all it says uh, is it's a, it could help lower cholesterol as part of a heart healthy diet. So chocolate uh, okay. diet. I'll take the chocolate. Thank you very That's, much. Hey, you know, Shout out to General personal preference. Personal preference. Speaking of taking the chocolate, though, my number four involves chocolate. It's not the only ingredient. It uh, definitely is, you know, the second greatest candy ever made in the history of time. And then they went ahead and put that in a cereal format. And, you know, I'm all about it. You add a little milk to it. It makes it so delicious. You got your chocolate puffs and you got your peanut butter puffs. And when you put them host together, oh, okay. you get... Reese's Puffs. I'm telling also, you my number four. It's so oh. good. It's so delicious. It melts in your mouth. If you haven't had it for a while, when you get that first bite, it's like your brain remembers what deliciousness tastes like. And you're just like, oh, shit. Why did I wait so long and put you off? It's been like a year or two since I've had you, Reese's Puffs. That's a mistake. Man. I need to get back in this. Like, oh, it's so good. That was that resurgence I had in college, man. I was making what I call dog food. Reese's Puffs and Cocoa Crisp. Okay. One time. <laughs> that sounds hella delicious. Can't even lie. Oh, man. I don't think it was called dog food. We called it puppy chow. Is that what you no. called, Reggie? I don't Probably know. the same I've thing. Yeah. Either way, you know, I'm just saying that sounds delicious, but we definitely don't have to talk about that other half on it to be announced. You know who I am. So, uh... That was both our fours. Delicious, delicious cereals. So, Chris, what you got at number three? Number three. The healthiest cereal on my list. How would you like crispy wheat bran flakes with delectably sweet raisins, huh? Give it up Hard for pass. Kellogg's Raisin Bran coming in at number three. Hard pass. I'll, I'll eat a grape. I don't like raisins. You want the raisin bran crunch or you just want the raisin bran? I want the raisin bran. I don't need the crunch. Okay. Sometimes people do too much with cereal. I didn't need that crunch. Okay. I got the crunch with the bran flakes. Give me the raisins. And Thomas, I grew up on raisins. So just putting it in cereal was lovely. I even used to put it in my oatmeal sometimes. I hear that about that too. I'm not an oatmeal person. You know, I like cereal. That's a good hearty breakfast right there. What about Three cream of wheat? Hey, everybody's got to eat one healthy cereal. Hot cereal. That was the one. Yeah. My healthy cereal was Honey Nut Cheerios. That's good for your heart and your mouth. Now, <laughs> my number three is also healthy, but I make it unhealthy before I eat it. My number three is such a good cereal that most people would not say it's good. In fact, most people would say it's great. Do we That's fine. So then what's your number three, Reg? My number three is advertised by none other than Fred Flintstone. Do me or no. <laughs> All right, then, Chris. What you got at two? It's got to be one or two of them. Everywhere I go, 
people wanna know who we are. So I tell them we are the Tigers, body body Tigers. Shout out to Tony the Tiger with to be announced. <laughs> All right then, my number two. Is uh, it's so good, but it only made number two because it shreds the roof of your mouth, and I can't put it any higher than two. It's so delicious, though. No, but uh, no, yes, you, no. stop it. You know it's so no, good. No. It's so good. Oh my god, it's so good. Is it shredded? Oh, of course it's shredded. It's no, it's it's. Tell hello. You want the cap'n? I want some cap'n crunch. Oh, Fuck out of here. It's so delicious. You now, Captain say shredded wheat? Yes, I <laughs> sure did. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought going to say the Frosty Joint, because nobody no. is just a regular. <laughs> uh, Captain Crunch will absolutely shred the roof of your mouth, especially when you're a child and you have a tiny mouth and a big spoon. But as you get older, you can learn to mitigate the ripping up of your soft palate. But I think that it's very, very delicious. I love it so much. Uh, it's always above my fridge, regardless of any other series. I never was really with the captain. I never really fooled with the captain. You fooled with the captain, Reg? I don't think so. Because I remember the captain. Honorable mention is the captain variation. Honorable mention is a variation as well. But captain was mm, delicious. And big shout out to the back of the cereal box. Captain, you always had good cereal boxes. Always had good puzzles and other things in the back. You know, other ones just be like, sitting out here, hey, man, uh, this is just, you know, nutritional health for your heart. And I'm like, fuck off, Cheerios. Give me something to look at while I'm eating this cereal. <laughs> Reg, what you got at number two? What are fun and games? Are number you? two. You know what I mean? You get great cereal, and at the end, you get some of the best chocolate milk you ever tasted in your life. If it is, uh, is it Fred Flintstone related or no? No. <laughs> oh, it's to be announced then. 100% You've been in my fucking house. Like, you know what's, what it is anyway. Who's the mascot? I think it's a monkey. <laughs> is it a monkey? <laughs> it's not a monkey. There's, it, uh, come on. Anyways. Is it still Snap, uh, Crackle, look it up. and Pop? It is 100% still Snap, Crackle, and Pop, but it's of a blue hat. They got a brown hat. Anyways, Chris, what are you going to do? Look them up. Number one. Barney? Okay. My pebbles. <laughs> Damn brightest number one, man. It's always fruity pebbles. It's so good that Steph won't keep it in the house because she know I will eat that up. But even then, the kids fight over it. That's how good it is. Man. There ain't nothing better so than she has to hide them from pebbles. She has to hide it from me and the kids. So here's the thing that I dislike about fruity pebbles that has nothing to do with the cereal itself. But why does it have to stay in every cereal bowl in the history of time? Can you please? Oh man, like, I don't like. I just can't figure it out. The second the milk touches it, it's like, hey, here's half this color on this bowl. You gotta rinse that shit out as soon as you're done eating. It's worth it though. <laughs> the smell of the fruity pebbles. Oh my god, the smell. The look, the the milk. The, the milk flavor. afterwards. Oh, oh you know what? The, so here's a good solution to save you from eating the whole thing all the time. So you get a plastic cup. Pour your cereal in there, put your milk in there, eat it with like a plastic spoon or something out of the cup, or drink it. Either way, you got your cereal and your milk, and it doesn't make a mess. You can throw that fucking plastic cup away when you're done eating. It. Yes, and pollute the environment. Thank you, Thomas, for that solution. Hey, first off, I'm just here. You know, it's on the shelves, it's available. Shout out to the crying well, Indian. What do you want from me? You know, put them in the cupboard. Anyways, <laughs> it's time for my number one. And my number one is the greatest cereal that's ever been invented in the history of time. 
because it gives you the most delicious and nutritious chocolatey milk at the end of it. You know, like you know what I'm talking about? Like when you finish your meal and then you're still like, oh shit, I got a whole ass other meal that's delicious right after this to wash it down. I'm talking about cocoa motherfucking crispies. Are you kidding me? Uh, my name is Thomas Simpson, and since 1992, when I was allowed to eat cereal, that has been staple in my fucking household. Are you it's kidding me best. right now? <laughs> like, yes, Reggie. Y'all had the bowls that had the straw in the bowl. Oh my god, yes. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I'm telling you, the the cereal, and the reason why I like it is because it's just something about the Krispies that works better than the Pebbles in cocoa form. It's much more delicious. It's much easier to scoop, and uh, oh, it's just it, mine way, was one higher. It the way it comes out when you. Like lift it up with your spoon, and it's just like a fucking solid milk and chocolatey cocoa crispy pile. Oh, there's just nothing better. It's the best cereal. There's no question. I yeah, it's it's tough though, cause to me, cocoa crispies, cocoa pebbles, and cocoa puffs kind of equal out to me. So it's just like, you know cocoa I mean? pebbles. I'm not a fan of cocoa puffs. I can take it just cause it come in the variety pack. Cocoa puffs are fine to eat dry, like if you're gonna like munch on some cereal or something. But no, cocoa crispies is number one. No, I'm glad they're not in blackface. That's cool. Yeah, I, but no, why would they be in blackface? That makes no sense. They're characters, number not characters, one. You know, a cereal so good. It is the cereal. Out mm-hmm. the frosted flakes. They're more than good. They're great. Yeah. We are the Tigers, the mighty, mighty Tiger. I was like, why is she singing Remember the Titans? You don't remember that uh, commercial? Yeah. When Tony was singing it with the kids? Nah. I remember the left side, strong side. Tony be out here in these streets, you know, putting these kids to work. NFL does play 60. Tony's got these kids in these uh, commercials doing work. <laughs> it's out here. Hey, I find them, I found them very amusing with Shaquille O'Neal in the commercial recently that he did. You know, you got to love Tony. Tony's Antonio. Tony bet, might be the best mascot. I bet Tony know? hang out with Wiz Khalifa too. Oh, Who knows? Let's not do double jizzle. Let's not let's not just throw out shade on Tony. You know, he's he has kid appearances to make. You can't be out here putting that. Too on cool there. for logic, though. He can't hang out with logic. You in know, a calm breeze. I would like to state, though, that it's time for some honorable mentions. So let's get into them. Chris, what you got? I got Honey Nut Cheerios. True. I got Apple Jacks. True. I got Fruity Loops. True. I got Cocoa Krispies. Yeah. And I got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ooh. So I have uh, Rice Krispies, the regular ones. Oh, the regs. Yeah, you got those sugar on it, just like the yeah. Frosted Flakes. Those sugar. I just I used to do it with banana. Then you got uh, the Crunch Berries. Come on now, what are we talking about here? Delicious. Uh, you got the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Fucking, yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Fruit Loops and Apple Jacks. Come on now. I felt bad leaving off others. A is for oh. Apple. J is for Jacks. Damn, I feel bad leaving off Smacks. And then y'all both left off Smacks. No, no, one smacks, of y'all was big. We had the worst. Worst. Smacks is not. It's not as worse. Well remembered. It's just, it'll be low on the total. Yeah, goal. it's not as well remembered. I got Honey Nut Cheerios, Pops, Apple Jacks, and pops, Crunch like Berries. Pops? Yeah, okay. gotta have my pops. Come on now. That was a hard omission. Corn Pops was probably the hardest one left off. That and Lucky Charms. 
but you pops is wonderful, pops. sir. Corn pops, you would treat like cocoa puffs, though. <clears throat> Corn pops are like honey nut Cheerios, but it's a pop instead of a Cheerio. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's cool. I mean, it's edible. You know, <laughs> it's edible. That's the compliment that all cereals want. All right, though. Uh, I don't know if y'all know, but we're about to hand out some trophies. March Madness is coming trophies. up. You know, okay. We got this beautiful thing called the Oscars. You know, we had the Grammys. There's a lot of the, a lot of trophies being handed out recently. So Reg decided to invoke our best fashion icon self and decide what the best looking trophies are. Which I guess is real fun because it doesn't like it doesn't matter how much prestige goes with it necessarily. It's just about how cute something looks. You know, so Reg, let's jump into it. What you got at five? Number five. I'm gonna go with the championship from the best sport on earth. The Larry Bryan, Larry O'Brien trophy. Oh, too big. Oh no. Oh, okay. Well, my trophy uh, at number five is very nice to look at. It's cute. It's real clean. It's so nice that I don't know the name of it, but I do know that it's in the background of Reggie's photo. So I'm going to let him do be announced. (laughs) All right, then, Chris, what you got at number five? Number five. This sport. Has a lot of cute trophies. This one is the cutest one in their sport to me. Ooh. But you got to go across the pond to go get it. Preferably in England, Scotland. How about the winner of the Open Championship? You Ooh. get the Claret Jug coming in at number five. Oh. Okay. okay. Can't be mad at it. Simplistic but cute at the same time. It's, and I it like is, the sign on it. I love the it, sign on it. I think it functions as a jug too. If you, yeah, if you want it. I've seen people drink out of it. Yes, yeah. it looks like a big ass teapot or something that you fill your uh, plants up with water. Mm-hmm. But speaking of big ass things, Reg, what you got at four? Number four is a college football trophy. Um, is this individual award? Yes. To be announced. Oh, to be. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so uh, I guess I'll go next. My four. Personally, I would love to have one of these. Uh, I don't see how that would be feasible currently in my career. But I dreamed of it a lot when I was growing up. You know, people cry a lot when they get them. You know, we're hoping Angela Bassett gets some. In a week or so, I'm talking about an Oscar coming in at number four. Uh, okay, I like the that gold statue. Yeah. Hell yeah, a gold ass statue. Yeah. Like yeah, it's fucking nice. It's cute. It has good resale value because it's fucking gold statue. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I like it. So it came in at number four. Didn't they? Didn't want to have a ton of uh, sports trophies only, so I wanted to Three Six Mafia there. couldn't be here tonight to grab their awards, so I'm going to hold on, on their behalf and meet them at the after party later. Mafia. You ain't know, man. <laughs> Whoop that trick. Get him. Whoop that. Anyway, it's hard out here for a 
You ain't no, ain't no man. man. <laughs> Damn skinny. Tell me they ain't my tape skinny. <laughs> Laying in the toilet. Tell me they ain't my tape skinny. Skinny man. Where we at? You know what's hard out here for a pimp? It's uh, you're number four, I believe, Chris. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Say we's in charge. All right, here we go. Number four. Created in 1977. And my team won it in 2011. The Larry O'Brien trophy coming in at number four. Very cute trophy. The basketball is cute. The way it's leaning is cute. Yeah. The fact we won it in 2011 is cute. Yeah, I like it. It's nice. All the great memories. People holding that trophy. Yeah, Derek Kempinski, Jason Terry, Ron Butler, Jason Kidd, Sean Marion, Tyson Chandler, Shots Brian like Cardinal, JJ Barea. Anyways, who? Deshaun Stevenson was that his name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Deshaun Jop. Was Jop on an 11 team? Yeah, Mahimi. <laughs> Eduardo Nahara. <laughs> Anyways, what you got at three? I'm sure for Eddie Najera tonight. <laughs> Najera. <laughs> Reg, what's number three? My number three. It's got a cup, it's got a crown. It's got lions, and it's got ribbons. Oh. <laughs> a very cute trophy from also across the pond. Shout out to the Premier League trophy. Oh, what do we have our hands on at the last time, Reg? Was it 2020? <laughs> Is that what we wanted? 2019? What do we win it? I, I thought it was 2019, but I it think might it's have been 2020. Because if I remember right, we celebrated. Nobody was in the crowd, so I'm thinking okay. 2020. I think it was 1920s when we won it. Okay, I think Chelsea last won it in 2018, but we won Champions League in 2021, so that's, you know. That's a very cute trophy. It has a ton of extras on it. You could tell that whoever was making it was like, and I'm at this, and I'm at this, <laughs> at this. Do we like we'll it because of the design, or do we like it because of the ribbons be on it? Because that's what I like about it, when the ribbons be on that joint. I like it because of... The cup feature, like them lifting it up and like throwing it and doing all that shit. Yeah, nice. that's, that's yeah. But when the ribbons are on it, it makes it cuter. Let's not be like, you know, y'all like it red, I like it blue, but either way, it's cute with the ribbons on there. Now, it's time for my number three, and there ain't no, not a motherfucking ribbon on this bitch, but I will tell you it's a nigga striking a pose. Ciao! Okay, two, be no. I figured, so that's why I was uh, not jumping right into it. So, Chris, what we got? Number three. Number three, my baseball team that I was cheering for should have won it in 2010 or 2011. 2011 and 2010, we got smoked. Let's ourselves. <laughs> hey, but your your baseball team did win it in what 2016? 2015. Yeah. All right then, uh, Reg. What's number two? Number two. It's a beautiful lady with wings holding the globe. 
Shout out to the one and only Emmy. Oh, okay. I'm a big okay. fan of the Emmy. Okay. The Emmy is artistic. It has absolutely nothing to do with television. <laughs> I don't know if they told the sculptor what the award was for. <laughs> I don't know if the artist gave a fuck. It was just it's very strange for, for what it's for, but it's also very cute. It's nice. It's nice. My number two is real cute. It's uh it's real nice. It's gold. It's got this real cute, like solid base that comes up and at the top of it, instead of having a basketball, you have another kind of round ball, a football. Nice, nice. And it's been held up by my team Germany multiple times. Thank you very okay. much. Been held up by Brazil multiple times. Been held up by France a couple of times here and there. Probably the never going to be in never, never going to be held up by the United States until we can get our shit together. Uh, but I'm talking about the one and only World Cup trophy. That thing is cute and prestigious and historic and fuck. It's just nice, you know. I really just like the way it looks. South like, Africa. Nah, it's know. sexy. It's sexy, sexy. So I wanted to shout that out for sure. Chris, what you got? Man, this trophy is iconic for one reason and one reason only. When you hit that pose, baby, you know what we're talking about. And the first memory that comes to my mind, always will come to my mind, is when my man Desmond Howard did it. Well, yeah, Mike, finally, I'm giving you some props for your team, Mike. That's the one. That's the when you definitely think about it when Desmond Howard hit that shit. I always think yeah. about when Desmond Howard do it. But shout out to the Heisman Trophy coming in at number two. It's clean. It's heavy. People, are, you, uh, I mean, like it's a prestigious group. There's Man. a few, you know, yeah. questionables. But other we didn't done it out on the field when we scored. We didn't all done it in the club. To a dance song, we didn't did it all, man, with the Heisman. So shout out to the Heisman Trophy. You know it's clean. And it's shout out clean. to Barry Sanders for getting one for the hometown. Dub K. All right, then let's jump into it. Reg, number one. Number one. Ooh, oh, it's definitely the cutest. Mm. The Commissioner's Trophy. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. How many pennants on that mug, man? 30. And it's the epitome of the championship because all 30 flags is up there. You know who you better than. All these teams, we were better than them. I love love the design of it. It's nice. Even though it's old school, it's still classy as fuck. It's It's so classy. It's shiny. You know what I mean? And it's big. We all love a big trophy. Hell yeah. I don't want it too big, though. There's a there's one that's been left off so far. It's big as shit. I don't need that thing. That's too big. Make sure you hold it right. <laughs> you know? Don't, yeah, don't this break thing it. Is, is beautiful. One I, day, I really like the baseball. One day, the Rangers are going to clutch on to that thing and hold it tight. It's going to be so cute when that happens. Let's hope for DeGrom's sake. It's this year or next year. Anyways, uh, my number one, uh, I think a little outside of the box, it's absolutely a trophy. I don't want to hear any arguments. But to me, the best trophy in the world is hands down the one you earn by your motherfucking self. I'm talking about an Olympic gold medal 
what are, like are we kidding ourselves? That is the greatest trophy that exists. That gold medal is cute as fuck. And like Reggie says, it talks about who who am I better than? Oh, every fucking person in the world. What are we talking about here? Like, <laughs> the only reason why I put it on because I consider a medal more than a trophy. That's not a trophy. It's trophy. A it's a trophy. It's the same thing. It's a trophy. It's a medal. <laughs> This trophy, it's literally a sporting trophy. A trophy is something you win and you they gift you after you win an event. It's the same thing. Like I, it's the same thing. I looked up trophies and guess what? Medal, gold medals were all on those fucking lists, so it counts. <laughs> is a green jacket a trophy? I thought about that, but I didn't put that on there because in reality, you just buy a green jacket. To be honest with ourselves. <laughs> I will. All right, then, Chris, what you got? I have for number one, the trophy that you live for, the trophy that you die for, the trophy that literally cats win it and they go to sleep with it in their bed. Shout out to my man Ovi. You know what it is. The one that, oh, that just in the locker room. That one that's the size of a four or five year old? The one that, yes. The one that you feel like you bench pressing with Arnold Schwarzenegger when you put that mug up to the sky. And no, Tom Brady couldn't throw that mug off a boat. I'm talking about the one and only Lord Stanley Cup coming in at number one. Yeah. Uh, that is the cup. It's, it's cute. It's so cute, but it's too big. That's why it's not on my pounds, top five. Baby. Pick it up. Celebrate. Five. You earned it. Not on my top five because it's too damn big, but it's nice. It's the cup, man. People drink from that hoe. People go to sleep with it. You get all the names etched in that mug. For the record, by the way, because um, we brought it up, <coughs> when the Masters, they do still give you an actual trophy. You know, like when you win Wimbledon or any of those things, they give you like that big-ass fucking plate or that jug or any of those things. Same as a medal. But the green jacket's just extra at the Masters. You know, It's not like... Regardless, though, I do like the Stanley Cup, but I think... The girls have to let me know, but they, ro they rotate out the teams. Like, every, like... So many years, they have to like remove a ring and like bring up a new like ring because like so it's like the old and then they retire that ring and put it in the Hall of Fame because if it had every because they write every player that's on the winning team's name they etch it into the thing so that's it'd be it'd be too big it'd be fucking like Dwight Howard size at this point yeah and probably his weight say, yeah they have to because like you say man there's so many names and teams that you have to put on that mug. But yes, love it. Love it, man. Well, hmm. speaking of things you love, though, let's talk about these honorable mentions. And Reg, what do you love? I got the FIFA World Cup trophy, the Oscar, Stanley Cup, and the Wanamaker trophy. Trophy. Which one's that one? PGA That's the trophy for the PGA Championship. Okay, okay. Uh, I got the Lombardi Trophy, Stanley Cup. The Nobel Prize, which you would say is a medal, but it's still a trophy. It is. It's a medal. Uh, I just, the one million trophy, that fucking big-ass, like, glass, uh, two-handed fucking thing that the doll and feather and that be holding up all the time. And that's cute. And then uh, last but not least, I wanted to put something different on there. But I put the WBC Heavyweight Championship belt. That's that green one. I think it's the cutest of all of them. So I just wanted to have a real... I watch Creed three. Medals and belts. Medals and belts. Hey, trophy! You when you win the championship, they give that to you. You won that. That's a trophy. 
Like, I don't understand how y'all don't see this. The diamond doll? Hey, that's not a trophy, but she said she was the prize. Chris, what you got for honorables? Great segue. My honorables are <laughs> I got the Vince Lombardi trophy. I got the Jules Rimet. That's the World Cup. I got the Premier League trophy. I got the Silver Slugger trophy from Just Major League bat. Baseball. The big, the big bat? The two yeah, big the... bats. <laughs> and last but not least, I want to make a cup for the PGA Championship. Okay, well, now it's time. I know what all y'all are here for. Oscars are this weekend. We did our Oscar prediction. What is the Oscars so music? Because I don't know their theme music. I was trying to think of it. I couldn't think it's of it. like an orchestra playing like fucking intro and outro. I, I, have, I, I love actually. Lucy's music playing in my head when I was thinking of Oscars. Uh, no, but it's, it's time for us to do some picks. So we're going to see which Simpson comes out on top. Feel free to play along at home. You know, it, like... There's, you know, it's all fun and games. But if you want to officially be in the pool, you must submit your answers all the germ before the time is up by Sunday at 7 p.m. Otherwise, they're not valid. He's always free. Just feel free to hit him up anytime, day or night. He's always free. Now, I would like to say... <laughs> you ain't got no job, Tommy. I would like to say that there is... Sam of... is always free, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> No way, spree. Hey, that's better than what Crispy say. Uh. Anyways, back to it. We're gonna exclude some categories that we're not gonna talk about, but instead we're gonna talk about these big ones. So everybody has their picks. Let's get it all down on paper for the record. Let's start it off. We're, let's start. I mean, like. Yo, what categories do y'all want to start with? You know, y'all have a preference. Let's start with because you don't want you want to say the best for last, right? Exactly. Best. For Let's last, start yeah. with the international category. All right. Let's do international feature. I'll go first. My pick is all quiet on the Western Front, mainly because you know white people love war movies, and uh, it's a war movie from the German perspective, and it's an oldie that they remade. And I just think that that's gonna win. Personally, same here. I got all quiet on the Western Front as well. <laughs> oh, from the trailer I saw, Argentina 1985 looks lit. Reg, and I have all quiet on the Western Front because I watched it and I like it. My backup would be the Quiet Girl, just because it looked decent. But again, I haven't seen the others. Anyways, uh, Reg, what would you like to talk next? Um, best adapted screenplay. Ooh, okay, so this is fun. So I'm going purely off of the buzz. Hold on, before from... you do this, before you do this, explain to me the difference between adapted and original. Adapted means that you took it from a previous source material that exists in some form or fashion. It could be anything from a book or a TV show or a play, all the way up until like, hey, dude, you almost wrote a memoir <laughs> one time, so Moonlight is automatically adapted screenplay, like. Dude, nobody saw that thing. I not doesn't matter. Like would Creed know. be adapted? Yes, one hundred percent. Whereas original is this nigga made this shit up in his head entirely. That's the main difference. Like Rocky. 
Got exactly. it. Got it. So for adapted screenplay, I am going off pure buzz from everybody that I know that has seen this movie. And based on the fact that this movie is nothing but talking, I'm going to give it to women talking. That's who I picked for adapted screenplay. How about y'all? I'm Rob with glass on you. Chris. I am going with women talking as I did watch that movie. Yeah. Ah. And the talking was very powerful. Mm. And it's mostly what all that is. kind of like Glass Onion. It's mostly all that that is. But I just feel like Glass Onion only I didn't get as many nominations as a lot of people like women talking. To. Women talking looks like it could be a stage play. Yeah, it must be because it's adapted. So it might, it might actually. Yeah, be. I don't know if it's from a book or not or in real life. I mean, might I don't know if it's real life. It might be. Anyways, either way, just the way. The way they acted it out now they were pretty much only like two or three places in the whole movie that's why i was thinking that but no nah, the, di- the, the, the dialogue the dialogue was pretty good and at the end i was moved so that's how i knew it was that good mm-hmm. but glass onion would be my backup on that because glass my onion. backup is uh all quiet on the western front because again white people so i just didn't feel like to okay best just love it. screenplay like that movie is Bar for bar, the fucking book that they made you read in the sixth grade. Exactly. So the screenplay wasn't adapted. They just gave everybody the book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, with that being shout the case, let's shout just move. Out to Top Gun Maverick too, though. I just want to give a shout out to because just because it got nominated, I was happy about that. Let's move uh-huh. on to the original screenplays since we were already adapted and. As will come as no shock to anybody that knows me, I have taken everything everywhere all at once to win an original screenplay. How about you? I'm riding with Banshees. Mm. I have Chris. everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Now, Banshees of Inishir is absolutely my number two. It's my pick, my uh, backup pick, just in case. But I definitely... I would definitely give everything everywhere all at once props and uh, awards, but here I give I give this one to Banshee. Makes sense. My backup on this would be Tar. Okay, well I still I still need to see that. I think it's on Peacock now. Okay, okay. Well, let's jump into another one. Let's do let's do one of the biggies before we move into the. Four or five. So let's do. We're in the mid six now. But let's do director, okay. best director, and who do either one of y'all have? I'll let one of y'all go first. Now is the time when I can get them props, man. I had the Daniels, Daniel Kwan, and Daniel Shiner. I'm not 100. I just put down the Daniels as well because that's how they want to be referred to as the Daniels. They're Daniels, you know. They they directed they ass so. It's yeah. Everything everywhere all at once is a fucking. Amazing movie. That's why I also have it's Daniels. I now in fairness, I want to see who Chris picks because I wonder if we have the same backups. As oh well. yeah, no, nah, it's the same. I didn't know it was a co-director. I just saw Daniel Kwan and went with that. But yeah, if the other day, yeah, no, it's two. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's two Daniels. That's why. Uh, but yeah, my backup is Martin McDonough for Banshees. But yes, I, yes, I, I, I think it's Daniels uh, for sure. You didn't choose cinematographer, but I would definitely give it to Banshees. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I left yeah. omitted cinematography, but that, that island looked hella dope. Oh, it looked beautiful. Now, it's imaginary. Speaking of things that are beautiful and great, let's jump into these acting categories. So let's start with the supporting. 
first. And I guess we'll do supporting actress because I gave my I played my hand earlier because I absolutely picked Angela Bassett to win supporting actress. I don't care if it's going to happen or not. Just what I want to have happen. And I just am like trying to will this to happening. I don't know how else to phrase it. I, was, I wanted to win for Wakanda forever so bad. She fucking yes. killed it and she made me cry. And yes, she deserves an Oscar. God damn it. Yes. She is all of those things. boys in the hood. They wouldn't give it to her for Betty Shabazz. Like, come on now, give her something. Like, this is it's long overdue. The Honorable Betty Shabazz. Reggie? Yeah, I had Angela Bassett. Okay, I have Angela Bassett as well. So, uh, just for whatever it's worth, I do have Stephanie Hugh as my backup from Everything Everywhere All at Once, but I really think that Angela Bassett should win this in a runaway that's a tough one because honestly, you have to realize, you know, that that is Jamie Lee Curtis, but you wouldn't know it was her if you just didn't never knew who she was. You know what I mean? So that's oh, it's fair. That was acting there in her part too. But shout out to the sister on the band she's answering because she was definitely showing up on that mug. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's do supporting actor, and this is the clean sweep. I wonder who y'all got. I got. Uh, let me find it. Brian Tyree Henry. Did you even watch Causeway? No. <laughs> no, I see my nigga's name. What is Causeway said, about? Because I've never heard him. of the movie, Thomas. Oh, I have no fucking clue. I just don't know a soul that has watched it. I was it, thinking so that. I was, I was like, I've never heard of this movie. Not one promotion of it at all. Like, some of these movies I heard of, I just ain't giving it the time. Of like, to like, me, all I can think about Oscar. is The Highway. It's got to be The Highway or something. Yeah, but you could have given them an Oscar for fucking uh, Tangerine. What is, uh, no, what's it? Is that what? Was he Tangerine or was he Lemon? I can't remember. He's Lemon. Yeah. He's definitely Lemon. Anyways. Uh, oh, here we go. Lindsay, a U.S. soldier, experiences a traumatic brain injury during her tour in Afghanistan, which forces her to return home. She struggles to return to her daily life with her mother. She waits for an eventual redeployment. And it's with Jennifer Lawrence. No, Jennifer Lawrence is a producer. Oh, that's why. It's, it was on Apple TV. That's why we didn't know about it. But yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is in it. And I have Apple TV, so I'm going to have to go check it out. I did not go with you should Brian watch Tyree Henry. Instead, what I went with is Ki Kwai Kwan. <clears throat> or as others might know him, Short Round or Data. This man has grown so much as an actor. And I didn't know that years. was him until one of my podcasts he was talking about that. I was like, oh, man. I know. Grown up, dude. I'm a thousand percent giving it to Daddy from everything I ever all at once. What are we talking about? The man played with so many levels. He played hilarious. He played serious. He made me cry. He did like, oh my God, there's so, he's such a good actor. This man deserves an Oscar. Give it to him right now. Oh my God. I also Chris. have him as well, although my backup is the son on the band movie because he um, definitely had me like, my I backup. didn't know how to feel it. I laughed and probably almost cried at the same time for him, man. My backup is Judd Hirsch from Fablemans because they got to, like, if there's ever like a push somewhere, for that terrible last movie, I think that might be where it goes. Is Shout out to Brendan Gleeson, too, because he made me hate him. Oh, yeah. Anyways, speaking of people that make you hate, um, actually, there's nobody that I hate. Uh, we'll go to actress, best actress, because I don't know if Chris will feel differently, but I don't hate my pick for best actress. I just know that there is one other option 
that it's not a good person as possible. So I don't know if Chris went that way, but I went with Michelle Yeoh okay. to win Best Actors because she's a great star. She deserves Trek it. Captain. She deserves it. She's fucking great. She's been great for fucking thirty years, and give her the fucking Oscar. Uh, but I want to hear what Chris says because I'm curious if he went the other way. Chris says Michelle Yeoh. Oh, okay. sweet. And I'm glad you said it because I was going to say Michelle Yeoh. No. Okay. No. Now, uh, you said the, it anyway. The other way that I was talking about this, Kate Blanchett is my backup for Tar. <laughs> but and, Tar, no, thank you. Not a good person. That's definitely uh, a backup. But man, she was a uh, D Jack in that movie, Jack. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But uh, you know, I got that's how you got to be to be great. Apparently, apparently, you know, look at Whiplash. Look at everything. Apparently, it's the only way to be great. Uh, all right, speaking of great, best actor, who y'all got? Best right, actor Colin Farrell. Yep, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yes, it's a clean sweep. Now, I'm curious who we have as our backups because I have Austin Butler for Elvis because. People loved him as Elvis. I did not watch Elvis. I have not watched Elvis yet. I heard he did great, but I also heard Brendan Fraser did hella great in his, in his part in the well. He been he been getting a lot of awards with the well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Kelly. People are mad at him for doing the role. It's and not Elvis ain't never be, meant shit to me. Yeah, you see, it's not meant to be. He's not. Oh, he has to be six hundred pounds to do this role. Like, stop that. This is ridiculous. Like, that's not a controversy. Stop making people have to like gain weight or lose weight. This dev- it was different watching Colin Farrell in this movie though, because I'm always used to seeing him in either action movie. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen him yeah. some dramatic. Be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Colin him. Farrell. Wait till you see him as the penguin <laughs> when he's waddling. That's just hilarious. Yeah, I was about All to right. say it was wild watching him in horrible bosses. <laughs> it's the granddaddy of them all, the big bad best picture winner. Are we gonna have a driving Miss Daisy crash? You know. Debacle, or are we gonna have? Oh no! Are we gonna have a... <laughs> what what did Burke say when uh, uh, when they messed up on the day? Oh, when they said La La Land and then the war, yeah. yeah, oh lord, oh lord, I was worse than Steve Harvey. Let me tell you. Anyways, I would like to hear who y'all got for best picture before I give my choice. Uh, I think it's clear and obvious. It's the pretty best obvious. It's gonna be everything, everywhere, all at once. I believe so. Reg, do you think that? I got Banshees. Oh. See, Reg is so moved by Banshees. This Banshees shit was, was good, though. It, it was, was funny. It was moving. Yeah, man. It was an allegory for the war. It was just a great fucking movie. It was, and it was sad, just though. pretty I to really, look at. I genuinely felt sad for Colin Farrell. I felt mm-hmm. hella sad when the donkey died. I hope I ain't spoiling this, but I'm sure a lot of y'all. Oh, I, I knew that part, but ago. it's like, I just think everything ever rolled at once, though. These are the two movies. My backup is Banshees, but these are the two movies that kind of separated themselves. It did too much crop. for me. You know, but so we'll see, but I appreciate it. And once again, I'm thrilled that Top Gun Maverick was the least nominated because you don't really get those type of movies in Oscars. That is true. And Avatar got nominated, but that, you know, they're not winning. But either way, uh, I appreciate everybody for playing along. Way of the water, man. So shout out to everybody that voted for Kate Winslet doing her whatever she's doing, making it the best picture. (laughs) 
think that's yes. why I made Best Picture? <laughs> that, yeah, it, Kate Winslet is the only reason why it got Best Picture nominations. It's, it's the Army guy. You know, but I think it might be time, is it? It's time. It's what time, time is it? It's time for me to finish this Hornitos. It's only <laughs> time for the final say. Say, say, say. So say, say, say. Say it. All right, so it's about that time. I'd like to let everybody know that AEW Revolution went off without any problems. It's a great fucking pay-per-view. Those eight matches went by quick. There was no extra matches added in by Tony for no reason. Um... I was like to say the Texas Death match that John Moxley and Adam Page had, you was the most brutal match I've like probably ever seen. Like I've, I, it's been so long. Like, even ECW wasn't this brutal in sense. Like there's this match was so fucking good. You have no idea. Uh, also want to say like big loud big shout out MJF and Danielson put on a fucking great Iron Man match. It was truly something to behold. I um, also. Really highly recommend anybody that gets a chance to you know, check it out because it's worth it. It was quite incredible, and I'm glad that I watched it. And Wednesday followed up with another great episode. So keep tuning into AEW. It's getting great. I heard Tony begging for more airtime for his wrestlers. Of course. It's the story of every promoter and booker in wrestling. It's like, I have so many wrestlers, and I don't have enough time. How about you give me another hour on Rampage so I can do this for real? Why don't you put, some, uh, on, don't you put some on HBO Max? That trios match next week is going to be all that. It's going to be tight. You need to be having stuff on, on HBO Max or Discovery Plus. I would agree with that. But I don't, you know, can't control that. Don't know what's going on. I think he has Ring of Honor's uh, whole tape library and three years of AEW. I don't know if they're waiting for more. You got to do like WWE, man. Pit the system, man. They were smart. It was like, you know what? We just need to partner up with somebody and play the stuff on somebody else. Yeah, but here's the difference. WWE was like, hey, we have every fucking company that we ever bought out (laughs) tape library, all of WCW, ECW, and WWE. We literally have... A hundred years of wrestling that we can put on your service, and they're like, "Fuck yes, here's billions of dollars, and let's do it." And AEW is like, "Hey man, um, if they watched everything, it, I mean, it's probably like, I don't know, like a good year's worth of content, maybe." And they're like, "That's not good enough. People will burn through that, and then what?" <laughs> so they, I don't know. You got our way. That's what I'm saying. But either way, it's on the way. AEW is doing fine. It was a fucking great pay per view actually lasted the length of a WWE pay-per-view three and a half hours, you know? So, like, that's night one of WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or, you know, thank God. Yeah, because usually they go five to seven. Think, well, you know, but Tony held it, and I hope that he learned, and now he's going to be like, oh, okay, we just do it like this. Eight matches, each match gets some time, and then we call it. Like, yeah, that's beautiful. No. <laughs> All right. What you got, Reg? Yes. Once again, it's that time of the year when the greatest game ever invented and the most helpful tool ever invented is coming into place. My wife doesn't watch sports. (laughs) She don't give a damn about any of this. Today, she was talking shit about her March Madness (laughs) bracket. She said, when do we get the brackets? (laughs) 
And she said she don't want to know. She's tired of them telling her who's the one seed and who's the 12 seed. <laughs> she just want to pick. <laughs> what What's her algorithm, Reg? Man, Does the name sound just, cute? Yeah, she has fun, man. Sometimes I wonder if it's because she's heard of that team before. Yep. Oh, I heard that college. Okay. I heard Reggie okay. talk about that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we said that Chili's and he wouldn't shut up. You know, she looks at the screen when y'all at Chili's. Like, you know, she sees some stuff. Yeah, but whoever came up with March Madness, man, who's doing your thing? And you turn college basketball all the way up. I'm going to tell everybody how old I am. I remember the days when. Like, literally, you only get, like, games at night on CBS and all the other games are tape delayed on ESPN. And then, like, they would flip around to a game. So, it wasn't, though, you watched all four games or whatever. You had to, like, hope they flipped to the game unless you lived in the area. And then you had to watch the other game later on ESPN, whatever it showed up. So I just remember, it is today, man, it's grown. What are, what are some of y'all's favorite Tournaments, excluding winners. I just mean tournaments in general. I remember, I think 05 was great, if I remember correctly. Wasn't that George Mason's year? Uh, and UConn and all them. I think that was. Uh, I can't remember. The UCLA year was tight. You know, yeah, when UCLA had Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook, and uh, the, yeah, they were cold. Darren Collison. I like, like, I like, some good uh, years. I liked 87 when Syracuse played Indiana. That, that was, that was a good oh, one. For I was not alive. I'm glad you were eight and can see Michigan, it. Michigan, North Carolina, when Chris Weber called the timeout. Okay. What are we doing? We're way off track. Chris, what's your final say? Blame it on Thomas. Final say! I was going to talk about speeding in school zones. But decided to switch to bums, your favorite topic? No, I wasn't going to talk about them, although they should build a specific store for lottery tickets. But anyways, I never thought I would see it, but I saw it. Jim Beheim got the heave ho. And it was retired. Nah, he ain't retired. They retired him. Just to be clear, (laughs) Syracuse put out, he said it's in Syracuse hands. And Syracuse put out a statement saying Jim Beheim is retiring from basketball. Yes. So, in other words, they retired him. And it was sad because honestly, he should have retired already. He should have stopped coaching probably five years ago, if you ask me. He wanted to outlast Coach K. You know? Yeah, it, it was oh, obvious. 47 years. Yeah, but you got you to gotta keep winning if you're going to do that, man. And obviously, it's time, man. It, it's been time. You're not getting the players that you used to get. Your best players are your kids now. And, they ain't, and there's no more of your kids anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I hate to see him go out like that. I hate to see Patrick Ewan go out the way he did. Well, you said? Sucks. It really sucks, man. Are you saying that uh, Beheim should have retired after the Sweet 16 two years ago? Oh, uh, like yeah. On that Sweet 16, he yeah, should have retired two out, years go ago. Out on a high, or go out with your kids. When your kids graduate, say, all right, this is it. I'm done. Because there's nothing worse than getting forced out of a place that you're alleged. This is it? Yeah. So, and one other thing to think Do about. Do you think that, that Autry will lead them to anything? 
I don't know. That's the thing, because Mike Hopkins, the coach at Washington, was supposed to have been a coach of waiting, but he got tired of waiting, and he bowled to Washington. So I wonder how that's going to work out. But one thing is for sure, that's a good job. So if he don't do what he's supposed to do, he'll be out there quick too. But one more thing, just quick. That's really, if you think about the last real link to the old Big East, because he was pretty much the last coach from that era, like the, the old John Thompson and – um you know what I'm saying? Lou Carnseca and Raleigh Massimino and Rick Patino when he was at Providence and uh Bill Raftery at Seton Hall. And I can't remember who the coach was at Pitt, PJ Carlissimo. Them days, he was by far the last link to those days. So it, it just, you know, it was kind of just I thought about that when I saw him retire, but you know, definitely a legend. Some people think he's overrated. I wouldn't call him overrated. So who's now who's no, who's now the old head? Is oh it was, but I could hear him. Who's now the old head? Do you think that it's uh Bill Self? Is that now the old head? Him and Calipari are now the Shashevsky and Beheim? Uh I was trying to think now in the power five conferences, who was like the oldest coach right now? That is a great question. Because Bill Self and Calipari is probably what they probably late fifties, early late fifties, early sixties, somewhere in that range, I would assume. That's oh Ryan. Question. Who? Wisconsin coach. Bo Ryan. Oh, no, he don't coach no more. Remember? I was about to say, I was like, I couldn't. Them uh, I was about to say, any like 92? And Tony Bennett's too young still. I guess Rick like, Patino. Al uh, Patino, yeah. Yeah, because he's a, he's 70, ain't he? If he ain't 70, he's right there. He's like late 60s. It's always hard to remember because he dyes his hair, so it's hard to tell how old Patino is, you know? And he still look good for his age. Oh, your boy Larinaga. <laughs> or how you say it now? Larinaga. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, a short but sweet pod for you this week, huh? Appreciate you huh? hanging out with us. Get them brackets ready. Holla at us. Matter of fact, if we do it in time, maybe, well, I don't know. I guess you won't be able to do it in time. So you can check out our bracket. You can say you can join the bracket if you're listening. But by the time you hear the next one, it'll probably be determined I already started up. <laughs> catch us on Simpson on Nitro. Maybe we'll have the bracket set up by then. So we tune in and find out then. Until then, SimpsonAinteasy at gmail.com. Simpson on Twitter. SimpsonAinteasy on Instagram. And you can find me at Playmaker316 on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me at Hot Window 3 Jams, Kansas City's number one for hip hop and RB, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday. Playmaker Show, KPRS.com is the website. Hot Window 3 Jams is the app. And I appreciate all the people who came through last weekend on that Julie Jones prom closet, donated over 300 dresses for those who try to have dresses for prom season. That's what's up. Appreciate you. It's Rich, aka Rich, exclamation point. And you can find me at livefromthis.com for the music and livefromthat.com for the merch. Buy you some. It's your boy Thomas. You can find me over at Stimpy is King on Twitter. You can also find me and Kellum, my co-host, on And when you come on over to Unqualified Observers, you'll find our Oscar picks because 
Michelle has the flu and there was no other real episode this week. So <laughs> it's like just 10 minutes of me talking and let everybody know Kel and I's picks. And then uh, that's a wrap on that one. But there's other normal episodes you can always check into. Now, I do have one final question for my brother, Christopher. You mean these heifers are out here trying to bring in like 1987 prom dresses that they still have hanging in the back of their closet and drop these off and be like, here, honey, you can wear that to prom this year. Or is it like, no, nah, I wore this in 2019. I'm just curious the level of, it's like, hey, just, hey, you know you're not wearing that prom dress no more. There Come are some that dresses out. that we put on the side that really wouldn't be prom dresses per se. And then we're just donating those dresses somewhere else for those okay. who are in need. That makes total sense. I was they like, donate them to the oh, Amish. Who the fuck is wearing <laughs> the old prom dresses? I don't hope like, that nobody's holding on to a dress from 1987. I'm just saying, you know somebody's got ruffles and shoulder pads in their closet still, and oh, it's like, you throw that shit away. You know you're not going to wear it. Nah, they, they finally want it. <laughs> Looking like old girl from Atlantic Star. <laughs> oh, you like the sun. Chasing all of my rainy days. And on that note, peace, baby. Y'all ain't hey, know about that always, huh? That always, always slap. That always gonna slap. <laughs>